And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a BC company is moving its head office to Saskatchewan to commercialize smart cedar technology. AgriNews is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. The Wall government says a Burnaby, B.C. company is locating, manufacturing and head office operations for its clean seed farming technology to Saskatchewan. Clean Seed Agricultural Technologies has become the Saskatchewan government's first successful applicant under a patent box tax incentive program. Premier Brad Wall says the company intends to move a significant portion of its operation to the province within three years, starting with 20 full-time jobs. The tax incentive lowers the corporate tax rate to 6% for 10 years for eligible companies that commercialize their qualifying intellectual property in Saskatchewan. Clean Seed Chief Executive Officer Graham Lempriere says the company's technology has moved from initial concept to globally patent-protected smart cedar products at a company facility in Saskatchewan. The company is about to springboard into commercialization with what it calls cedar technology offering the highest level of precision possible for modern no-till seeding and planting operations. Clean Seed says the technology enables each square foot to be properly seeded to suit soil conditions and agronomist recommendations. The company has an on-farm facility at Mydale for prototype testing and demonstration activities. Farm groups are welcoming announcement of a new Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal which includes Canada. The deal follows two days of talks in Japan and the 11 remaining members will sign the deal by early March. Canola Council of Canada President Jim Everson is disappointed the U.S. pulled out of the deal last year, but says Japan has been pushing for a new trade agreement. He applauds Canada for agreeing with the trade deal. The key thing out of this is that, that Canada is there and supporting liberalized trade. Um, you know, that market, the Asian market, is so important to Western agriculture and to canola, in particular uh, Japan and the, and the tariffs on oil in Japan, you know, that sort of prevent us from really building out our value-added industry when it comes to sales of, of canola oil to Japan. So, you know, we just think the key thing here is that after, as these negotiations, they're always a challenge, and, and we think the key thing is that, that, that Canada is committed to it, and we want to you know, really recognize that because it's important to our economic growth in Western Canada. Everson is confident the Canadian government has reached an agreement which will benefit Canadian producers. We think the, the agreement is going to be a good one, and as we pointed out uh, in a press release we issued recently, you know, there's, there's both good reasons for going ahead with this, and that is, you know, tariff removal that allow us to be more competitive in some of those big markets. But also there's a concern with not going forward because other countries have signed free trade agreements with Japan and will benefit from that unless Canada is able to do so. And of course, we will through this TPP agreement. So, you know, we see just a all upside in terms of how, where this deal will take us. Everson says Canada is a strong partner in the TPP deal. Well, it's important that the People in Western Canada, you know, recognize the value of these agreements, and you know, these uh, allow us to better access to markets, and then that returns much better value, I think, to the Canadian industry. So that's why we're at the Canola Council pressing so hard for supporting this agreement. Jim Everson is the president of the Canola Council of Canada. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau spoke about the TPP deal at an economic forum in Switzerland today. The agreement reached in Tokyo today is the right deal. 
Our government stood up for Canadian interests, and this agreement meets our objectives of creating and sustaining growth, prosperity, and well-paying middle-class jobs today and for generations to come. We're pleased with the progress we've made to make this deal more progressive and stronger for Canadian workers on intellectual property, culture, and the automotive sector. Prime Minister Trudeau on the TPP deal reached today. A U of S scientist says beetles, crickets, and worms are unsung heroes when it comes to weed control. They eat the weed seeds before it becomes a problem that needs to be treated. University of Saskatchewan plant scientist and associate professor Chris Willenborg says there are several ways to enhance the natural environment for weed seed predators. They include a diversified rotation and the use of cover crops. These cover crops are providing protection for these seed predators because they are on the menu of many of our different predators, especially birds of prey when it comes to rodents and farmland birds when it comes to insects. So providing a cover crop actually provides that shelter, that seclusion that these seed predators need to operate. The reason you haven't seen the predators is because they're nocturnal. And they're nocturnal because they need to avoid being a, a, a prey themselves. Another strategy is establishing a beetle bank. And this is essentially a trap crop or a trap strip, usually permanent in nature, some form of broadleaf or a grassy strip in the center of, of a field that provides habitat. Okay? And this is becoming common through Europe where these are seeded in some cases every 100 meters. And this allows beneficials to congregate and overwinter in time. Of course, we used to have these in the form of field margins when we had quarter sections. A lot of these have been removed now so we can farm the entire mile on, on that section. And of course, Shelter belts also provided these. So these have declined in time. One of the things we don't know is how that has affected our seed predators. And that's something else. There's a big project out of Manitoba that I'm part of that's going to be looking at that as well. And then there is decreased tillage. Seed predators really require four things. Food, water, and we provide the food through seeds, overwintering habitat, and then shelter from adversity. When you till, you remove three of those four things. You bury the seeds, usually to depth so that they can access them. You remove overwintering habitat because you strip the land bare. There's no shelter. Because there's no overwintering habitat, there's no shelter, they have no way to get out of that adversity. So tilling actually discourages, and there's multiple studies that show seed predator activity is substantially lower on tilled fields. University of Saskatchewan plant scientist and associate professor Chris Willenborg made his comments at a recent agronomy workshop in Saskatoon. Portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The Saskatchewan Beef Industry Conference is being held tomorrow and Thursday in Saskatoon. Feature speakers include Dr. Joe Schwartz with McGill University, a scientist that's known for demystifying science and separating sense from nonsense, as well as Murad Al-Khatib, the CEO of AGT Foods and the winner of the 2017 World Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Shannon McCartan is manager of the Saskatchewan Beef Industry Conference. She says there will be several research presentations aimed at the beef producer released tomorrow. We've got topics that range everywhere from what to grow to feed your cattle, and you know how to uh, measure your water quality, changing face of producers in agriculture, who are they, who are they going to be, vaccination, role of vitamin E in calf health, reducing the pain of painful procedures, how to precondition your calves, 
really covers the full gamut of production. There will also be a panel discussion called What the Customer Wants. McCartan says the panel will feature local consumers. Uh, we've worked with a market research company to bring in a group of panelists. As far as I know, we don't know any of them. It is going to be the people that are making the buying decisions. That was part of the criteria for their selection. And we'll just walk them through. How much protein are they buying and why and what's driving their decision? We want to hear from the people who are actually buying for their families. You know, what are they buying and why? Is it price-driven? Are they following the, the media a lot in making their decisions? There's a lot of messaging out there now, positive and negative. We're trying to get to the bottom of what is behind those purchasing decisions. The Beef Industry Conference will also feature evening programs. Tomorrow night it will be the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association Scholarship Presentation, and that will be followed by a live auction in support of the scholarship fund. Then Thursday night will be an awards banquet. Those awards are from the Saskatchewan Livestock Association, their annual Honor Scroll Awards, and uh, three very deserving couples who are going to be honoured on that evening. Janet and the late Dale Blair from Drake, Laurie and Garner Diabald from Hodgeville, and Glennis and Brian Whedon from Swift Current. All three very popular names in agriculture in this province. The Beef Industry Conference goes tomorrow and Thursday in Saskatoon, with several meetings also scheduled for Friday. For more information, go to sasbeefconference.com. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading this morning. Canola rose 260 at 471.44. Oats gained 552 at $170.52. Number one red spring wheat went up 10 cents at 233.15. The rest were unchanged. Durham 269.29. Feed barley 176.63. Flax 461.68. Yellow peas 238.54. Feed wheat. 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March spring wheat is down three quarters of a cent at 606 and a quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 23rd. We didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.87 cents to $0.99. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.86. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.70. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.85 cents to $1.08. We had a pre-sorted sale here in Weyburn yesterday. It was another full one. We had people breaking down the doors trying to get their cattle in right up until the last minute. 400 to 450-pound steers averaged $2.45 and sold up to $2.53. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.33 and sold up to $2.53. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.27 and sold up to $2.40. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.17 and sold up to $2.30. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.06 and sold up to $2.14. 
650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2 and sold up to $2.09. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.86 and sold up to $2.06. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.76 and sold up to $1.83. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.67 and sold up to $1.73. Heifers are about 20 to 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of 500-pound grasser steers at $2.39 a pound, a load of 600-pound black steers at $2.30 a pound, a group of 650-pound black steers at $2.08 a pound, a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.03 a pound, a load of 785-pound Angus steers at $1.82 a pound, two loads of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.81 a pound, and a load of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.73 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,300 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 158 to 163 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,300 heads, selling in a range of 159 to 162 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up one basis point, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2458. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 80.24 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets recovered some value lost in last week's trade from negotiated prices that gained about 50 cents U.S. 100 weight. Having more impact on the market was a significant improvement in the pork carcass cutout, which gained nearly 80 cents a hundred weight in yesterday's trade. Over the last week, lean hog feeders have traded in a sideways trend, with a trading range of less than one dollar hundred weight in all but the February contract. The market is awaiting news from this week's NAFTA negotiations, with most analysts suggesting that there is a high likelihood that President Trump will trigger the six-month exit process if progress is not seen by the end of the week. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM Farm Weather forecast for today, cloudy, clearing late this afternoon, the high minus 3 Fog at times overnight, the low minus 11. Tomorrow, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries. Fog at times in the morning, wind southeast 30, the high minus 3, the low minus 8. Thursday, cloudy, 40% chance of flurries, the high minus 1, low minus 9. Friday, cloudy, high minus 5, chance of evening flurries, low minus 15. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 12, low minus 17. Sunday, partly cloudy, high minus 9, low minus 13. Monday, partly cloudy, the high minus 6. Normal high is minus 10, the low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.45 this morning. It sets at 5.35 tonight. Around the province, Estevan minus 7, Saskatoon minus 6, Swift Current minus 2, Weyburn minus 7, Yorkton is minus 5. Regina has missed, minus 7, that's 19 Fahrenheit, west at 15, giving a wind chill of minus 13. Humidity 94%, barometer rising 102.3. Fog in Moose Jaw minus 5, winds are calm. Once again, Regina missed in minus 7, that's 19 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.